Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've had stories before about people uh, lashing out at others who post bad reviews on various review sites. And Scott sent me a note, says, Steve, check this out, out of North Carolina. An Airbnb property there threatened $10,000 fine for a negative review, and they put that in their contract. <laughs> and somebody spotted that and then decided not, not to stay there. But the news got involved. They contacted Airbnb, and Airbnb says that that's actually not legal under their rules for how the agreements work. But of course, there's so many listings on Airbnb, apparently, that they can't police them all. And so sometimes stuff like this will slip through. So Jason Stagenke wrote this for WSOCTV.com. A Statesville, North Carolina man was planning a vacation, but he backed out from renting where he was going to when he saw one of the rules for the Airbnb he was looking at. He and his wife and their dog, Lincoln, Lincoln, name of the dog, Lincoln. I've never heard of a dog named Lincoln before. <laughs> they were heading off the mountains. And so the man went on Airbnb and found an interesting rental uh, that they thought they might enjoy, along with their dog, Lincoln. Uh, it was a really cool old renovated motor home, so we thought it would be a great way to check it out, he said. Plus, the host was a super host, which, according to Airbnb, means highly rated, experienced, reliable, and responsive. So you think, well, they're a super host with an unusual rental in the mountains. That sounds like fun. So he booked the rental. But on the way there, something made him think that he should maybe double-check the host's rules one more time. And he noticed rule number 16. Rule number 16. Guest may not leave a negative review in online forums if the guest has violated this rental agreement. Guest agrees to pay homeowner a $10,000 penalty should guest violate this rental agreement and then post a negative review on any online forum. And both onlines are followed by a, did, uh, a parenthetical digital. And now you'll notice it says you may not leave a negative review if you violated this agreement. But the question is, what constitutes a violation of the agreement? And so if you stay there, and you have a bad experience, and you post a negative review, apparently the host can say, I believe you violated the agreement by, and name something you violated the agreement by. Like, for instance, your dog Lincoln was there, and we found a couple dog hairs underneath the couch you didn't clean up properly. Oh, and you posted a negative review? That's $10,000. <laughs> the man said, we're going to charge you $10,000 if you potentially tell the truth. And you wonder what kind of person would write that in and what ramifications you're going to have. He thought it left too much room for interpretation, didn't want to risk it, and canceled. There really wasn't a way where I could 100% ensure I could stay within the house rules. And that's the concern. A lot of these things would be gray areas about you know cleaning up after yourself and so on. Uh, he thought it left too much room for interpretation, but it was gnawing at him. You just reached the point where you can't turn away. It's a hard thing to accept, he said. It just seemed to undermine the principles that initially made me really love the Airbnb experience. Now, I'll admit, I have never stayed at an Airbnb. I've heard too many horror stories. I have never done it. I would also never consider being an Airbnb host because I don't like the idea of being a landlord or anything of that sort. I just, I just don't want to do that. I know people who've got rentals that they 
Airbnb. I also know people who have stayed at Airbnbs. But if you ever want to spend an afternoon just horrified, go on to Google and type in the phrase Airbnb nightmares and read the articles about the crazy stuff that's happened with Airbnbs. So for instance, there are companies out there that have bought up entire buildings of apartment complexes and turned them into Airbnbs. And there are also people out there who run a scam where you rent a house, a really cool house someplace, and you fly there for your vacation. And on your way to check in, you get a a text from the owner who says, oh, we've got a problem with the plumbing. The previous tenant caused a problem with the plumbing. Don't want to get into it. It's kind of disgusting, but the plumbing is messed up. We've got another place for you to stay that we just happen to have two rentals in that city. So you don't get the house, you get the apartment. (laughs) And it turns out anybody who tries to rent that house gets the apartment. Because they got a bunch of apartments. They might not even have a house. And so the weird thing is that because you've already invested in this and flown to the city, and you're being told this as you're driving to check in, you don't have much choice. And if you complain to Airbnb, guess what? Crickets. And if you complain to the host, they go, what do you want us to do? We've got problems with the plumbing. Despite the fact they tell it to every single person who's checking into that house. So if you want to find that story, there was a great investigative article. I forgot who wrote it, but you can find it. Type in Airbnb nightmare plumbing and you'll find it. So this man contacted Airbnb and he also contacted Action 9's Jason Stagenki, who is from WSOC TV, Action 9. Stagenki checked with the company that is Airbnb. And it said that the host rules violated Airbnb's rules, specifically the rule (laughs) that prohibits extortion. They actually had to give them a rule that says, by the way, you as an Airbnb host cannot extort your guests. I mean, (laughs) the company said it would contact the host right away. And a few hours later, the rule no longer appeared on the website. Now, Sagenki noticed that the host owned five other properties. None of those had the rule either when he checked again. So if the rules were there, we don't know, but they're not there now. As for the host's side of the story, Action 9 tried contacting her several ways, but she did not respond in time for this report. Sagenki says, always read the fine print no matter who you book reservations with. If you think an Airbnb host is breaking the company's rules, you can report it on their website. But of course, you don't want to find out that they're breaking the rules after you've checked in. You want to find out what those rules are before you book and maybe consider someplace else. But we've seen stories like this where people have written in to Airbnb and elsewhere that if you write a bad review of us, either we're going to hit you for some money or we'll sue you. We've heard of people being sued, and I believe we've even heard of people being arrested in other countries. (laughs) Now, I don't think you can get arrested in the U.S. for writing a bad review, although with my luck, someone's going to say, hey, Steve, I'm familiar with the case where it actually happened. But generally speaking, uh, we've heard of a few wacky cases where people got upset and filed lawsuits. And the allegation, of course, is that these people have libeled us because they've written false things about us and it's harmed us. And, of course, uh, Yelp and sites like that seem to be asking you to write about your experiences places. Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure what the data is. 
But I'd be curious to know how many people who have posted reviews on sites, whether it be Yelp or Amazon or any place that accepts uh, comments from people, how many people have been sued for posting things there. But yeah, here it would just simply be a $10,000 charge, a $10,000 charge. So apparently the way that would have worked is you stay there. You stay there and you, and you have an okay time and something happens. Something, something happens. You leave and you go, you know something, overall is a negative experience. So you go on to the Airbnb site where you can rate it and you say, I had a bad experience and you say, I had a bad experience. Well, these people know who you are because you just stayed there and they have your name and address and all that other information, I assume. So they have the information. So they go, oh, they can send you a bill and go, you now owe us $10,000. Now, the question is, if you didn't pay the $10,000, the next step would be for them to go into court and sue you for it. And they'd have to get a judge to buy the fact that that clause in the contract isn't forcible. Now, a court will enforce an agreement that two parties have reached, but they'll often look at something when it's buried in the boilerplate and go, okay, chances are nobody reads that far. Of course, it's their own fault for not reading that far. But do they really expect there'll be something crazy in there like that? And, and how crazy is that? That you get a hit for a $10,000 charge for writing a bad review? So I can imagine judges going, I'm not going to enforce that. Sorry. But of course, it's just something hanging out there. And so the real net effect here is that that clause would keep most people from writing a bad review, which might explain, well, this... Why this person's a super host? They, they've had no bad reviews. <laughs> it's like the mafia guys at the end of the block. They've had no bad reviews. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. And so obviously if somebody wrote a bad review of these people, they would call the person up and say, hey, that bad review you just wrote is going to cost you $10,000 or you can take it down. What's, what's it, what's it going to be? The person goes, oh, shoot, I missed that. And they take it down. Next thing you know, you're a super host. So it was fun while it lasted being a super host because no one would dare speak out against you. We'll see what happens to their ratings going forward now they haven't got that big hammer to hang over the, uh, the, 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 the visitors' heads. So North Carolina Airbnb property threatened a $10,000 fee for a negative review. Jason Stegenke wrote that for WSOC-TV. Scott Senate, thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A nod, a bow, and a tip of the lid to the person who coulda and shoulda and did.